across the country and around the world from Hit 30 HQ. Australia's biggest nightly countdown is the Hit 30. Uh, what's up, guys? I'm Alex. I'm Drew. And we are the Chainsmokers. Hi, I'm Zane. One, two, one, two. Hey, what's going on? It's Macklemore. And Ryan Lewis. We're in harmony. Hey, what's up? It's yours truly, Jason Derulo. Whatever your social, use the hashtag Hit30 to get your favorite song to number one. Angus and Emma, the mics are on. Let's go! Thank God those ghastly two days off have finished and we're oh. back in the big seats. What'd you do? Played footy, got injured, couldn't do anything else. Oh, really? What'd you do? What'd you hurt? Blew out the quads, mate. Oh. First quarter for the Balmain Tigers. Sorry, guys. Couldn't do it for you. You couldn't finish off the game. Nah, three-quarter time. I was on the ice. Oh, no. Go Jacks. Wow. That means you went hard, though. No. Okay. No, I blew it in the warm-up. I was trying to, like, help you I out I appreciate there. it. No, it was very uh, humiliating. All my friends came down to watch that one game. Oh, that was good. no. We've got a massive show for you guys tonight. Our winner trip for two to Thailand. It's going to be you, nine days, your best friend, drinking those weird buckets with a lot of straws in them. Mm, delicious. Plenty of guests on the show tonight, too. Galantis, Delta, and Dami Im, fresh off coming second in Eurovision. Yeah, she's going to be calling the show after this, speaking to Eurovision. Justin Timberlake song that he performed. Can't stop the feeling and a mashup of some of the old school hits live from Eurovision 2016 on the Hit 30 to kick us off. Hey, this is Dami Im. Let's go. Dami Im, can you believe it? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hello. Are you still hungover? Are you drinking still? Is there a champagne in your hand? What's the go? Where are you? Oh, I'm still in Stockholm and I stayed up really late and, I mean, I had a lemonade and I partied and, <laughs> and um, yeah, I think, oh, I don't know. I feel really, really happy about what happened, but everything just happened so quickly in the end and... I think I'm confused. Like, what do I do now? Stop drinking lemonade. <laughs> I mean, things would be pretty great for you, Dami, because you do have the number one song on iTunes at the moment, but you'd feel a little bit ripped off as well because they had a new judging system introduced this year and on last year's criteria, you actually would have won. Yeah, I read that somewhere and I was like, oh, but I didn't enter last year. I did it this year, so whatever. It's, it's all good and, you know, I didn't expect to go like second like that's really amazing for me like that's way beyond what I ever imagined I could do with my life so I'm super grateful and you know Australia got right behind me I know that I could feel that from here and I'm really really happy you're going to be touring Dami in July will you take any inspiration from the weird and wacky craziness that is Eurovision the tour is actually called yesterday once more and it, it you know the theme is based around my album that came out you know a few weeks ago and it's the Carpenters album so it was going to be more acoustic you know with a band you know nice vocals around me I wanted to show people different sides of my music because I do love all that you know glitzy big costumes and all of that but I also love just you know real music behind the piano and with real instruments and I really enjoy that as well so you're not going to grow a beard is what we're getting at there's no beard <laughs> No, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I can afford holograms and that expensive <laughs> 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 The hair transplant would be quite exy. Yeah. Um, Dami, your album did drop only a couple of weeks ago. Classic Carpenters, it's out now. And your original song, Sound of Silence. Congrats. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Well, let's get into the countdown tonight. But Dami, uh, stay on hold because you're going to be very interested to see what makes number 20 tonight. Hit 30, Australia's biggest nightly countdown. The Hit 30. 
with Angus and Emma. Well, thanks to Megan Trainer's new album, Thank You, which is available now, featuring No and the new single, Me Too, we have got $500 every single night this week to give to our lucky listeners to say thank you for listening to us. Yeah, listen out for the Megan Trainer song every single night, like that one, Woman Up. Um, and we're going to relate off the album tracks what call we take. So... Woman Up is the eighth song mm. on the album track eight, so we're going to take the eighth caller to win the five hundred bucks tonight. Ooh. Sorry to Josh, Brooke, Tegan, Chloe, Amy, Diane, Diane. Yeah. You're the eighth caller. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Nice one, Diane. I hear that you're in the car with your bestie. I am in the car with my bestie. Now, does that mean that you guys have to share the money, or because this is your phone, you oh. get it? I get it. <laughs> yeah, of course. You'll buy her a drink, though, Friday night, I'm sure. Oh, definitely, definitely. Down in Melbourne, I'll get her a drink. <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening. Have you got uh, any singing abilities for Megan Trainor? We heard you're a big fan. I mean, I don't, but I like to think I do. Okay. Well, <laughs> Why what not? Do you, what do you got for us? Uh, my friend sings the chorus, and I just sing the no part, because that's my favourite part. All right, <laughs> take it away, girls. Ready? No. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Add to the, add to the. No, no, no. My name is no. My name is no. My name is no. You need to let it go. That was actually pretty funny. Yes, I'm back. Congratulations. 500 bucks. Yeah. And we'll do it all again tomorrow. Uh, listen now for the Megan Trainor song. Now into sex. Cheat codes. Crisscross. Hello. We are Lucas Graham. Taylor Swift. This is Rihanna. Hey, guys. This is Selena Gomez. From the celeb world, it's Emma's Hit List. Got your hit list of the hottest music and entertainment stories from across the globe today. And Ariana Grande's album will drop on Friday. But today, another tease. I feel like she's releasing all the music for this album before it's coming out. And on her Instagram today, she was flogging that it's an Apple exclusive. And I was oh, like, you're not into that, are you? Come on, mate. Um, so this new track, it's a big pop ballad, which Ariana has actually described as one of her favourites off the record. It's called Sometimes. I ain't even think RME groove as well to most of the songs we've heard from Ari. That is very true, but I do feel once I get the album on Friday, I'll be like, heard this, heard this, heard this, heard this, heard this. <laughs> no Anything surprises. Else? Maybe a bonus track, who knows. A Drake hosted Saturday Night Live on the weekend. Uh, Sans beard. I know, Gone was the beard and Fresh was this new sleek look. I don't know if I was digging it. It looked weird. It looked Didn't like it? just sit back in a wheelchair and get back at Degrassi High, mate. Mm, well, in his opening mo- monologue, though, he... Uh, he did sing about constantly being turned into a meme online. Trying to hide my reaction when I read the funny caption. Feels like I'm in a bad dream because I got turned into another meme, yeah. Views is available now on Spotify, so I've been smashing oh, it over the weekend. Oh, you've only just gotten it. I've listened to a, mm. a version of it on a friend's phone. Oh, yes, of course. He My did, friend being pirate, <laughs> last name Bay. He <laughs> did put a wig on as well and tried to sing as Rihanna for a little minute, but declared that they were only friends. I am not buying it. Why would you do that in SNL if you weren't going out and you could kind of Take the piss, I guess. Anyways, uh, one more little bit. Uh, Of course, we caught up with Little Mix on Friday as they continue their world tour. Amazingly, they're in Japan tonight performing. Like, they do not stop those girls. Well, Perry Six, she did a little uh, Japanese, yeah, a little Japanese message on Instagram saying, please scream loud for me because I'm sick. Oh, that's not nice for her. But they have said that they would love to film guest spots on Home and Away and Neighbours. They were asked to do it while they were in the country only last week, uh, but they didn't have time. So they're going to come back and do that. Of course, both those shows are massive in the UK. Yeah, huge. All right, there's the news.
Your trip to Thailand. Less than seven minutes. Six minutes now. Hello, it's me, Ling Ling. <laughs> Would you like to win a holiday to Thailand? Go to hit.com.au and say Ling Ling sent you. Good luck. Geez, a trip to Thailand be nice, wouldn't it? And we're doing it this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, to celebrate Wild Nights 2016, we have teamed up with Bus About to offer a wild holiday experience for you and a friend. So it's a trip for two to Thailand, nine days to bus around, including accommodation and flights. We're calling it Hit 30s, listen to Ling to win. Yeah, we've got Ling. She works at Capital FM in Thailand. Um, she can't wait to meet the winner of this competition. Brooke in Queensland, Friday night. You were just cruising in the car. What did you hear? <laughs> um, I was driving home from Nambour Hospital. I'm a nursing student there. Um, and I heard Ling Ling talking. And I just started texting on my phone. Um, After pulling over. And I pulled over. Texted in, um, I think it was one of Rihanna's new songs. Calvin Harris, Rihanna was a song Ling Ling introduced Friday night. Yes, that's it. Um, um, I texted in and I said, um, something wild that I would do when I'd be in Thailand would be to get some fake news. That's right. my girl. Well, Brooke, of course, you went to <laughs> hit.com.au to register all those details. And when you hear Ling Ling introduce a song tonight, you can do the same for your chance to win this trip. It's me, Ling Ling. Brooke, let's get back to the boobs. It's risky over there. I mean, I know it's a lot cheaper, right? But I, would, I wouldn't get a boob job in Thailand. I saw that Sky off Big Brother last year. Ooh. She had a dodgy boob job. No, she might have, like, just gone somewhere dodgy. The Bangkok Hospital just looks absolutely amazing. Well, you're a nursing student, so you know, apparently, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, If I went there and it seemed dodgy, I would definitely pull out. But if I had a look around and I spoke to them and I just thought it was all legitimate. I mean, so many people do go over there. I've had a few friends that I've got it done, so I would definitely do it. Can't you just ask your mate? Can't you go, hey, have you got tonsillitis? Take out his uh, tonsils and why are you just chucking a couple of cc's in my boobs? <laughs> I wish I could get rid of some fat and put okay. it in there. <laughs> well, Brooke, we are going to put you on the standby list. Uh, you have a chance to win this big trip, which we're giving away on Friday. Awesome. That sounds so cool. Good luck with everything, though. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much. Of course. Would you like to win a holiday to Thailand? Listen out for the song that Ling Ling is introducing tonight, then. Go to hit.com.au and say Ling Ling sent you. Hey, we are Galantis. On the hit 30, Australia's biggest countdown. Runaway, peanut butter, jelly, the new hit is called No Money. He is one half of the super successful and up-and-coming producing team that is Galantis. Linus, what's good? Uh, I'm good, I'm good, how are you? We're very well, mate. Uh, We are loving No Money at the moment, but we have noted that it features the vocals of a young kid called Reese. Um, Why did you decide to go with a young fella like that and not, you know, a massive... Worldwide renowned superstar. Why not? <laughs> yeah, good point. Was the lyric specific to Reese's life? Because no money kind of references bullying. I mean, it says, you can call me what you want, I ain't giving you a dollar. Did you guys give suggestions to young Reese on the lyrics, or was it his daddy, the producer in this, who made it? You know, first of all, I, I think um, anyone who hears the song can take uh, what message they like from the song, but, it, but if that message is, you know, uh, about like anti-bullying, then then that's definitely something we encourage them to do. And uh, but everybody can feel free with their own interpretation. So I'm um, with you, Linus. You've had a couple of hits under your belt. You got Runaway. You got Peanut Butter Jelly. Now you got No Money. What is the rock bottom bank account for you guys? What's the lowest amount of money you've ever had when producing in your bank account? 
Uh, pretty much zero. Yeah. Mm. I'm in deficit at the moment. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, mine says minus 412. Why? Had an expensive weekend. Oh, well, we can't we can have that in Sweden. Then we go to prison if that happens. Oh, you go to prison if you go into deficit? What? Yes, yes. That's why Sweden's such a marvellous place to live because there's so many rules and everyone stays happy and wealthy most of the time. I like my bank. They've gone, oh, God, Angus has bought another slab of VB. We'll let him go this time. <laughs> Get into the minus, you young chap. <laughs> well, both you and Christian have also written hits for some absolute megastars. He wrote Toxic, I believe, for Britney Spears and you wrote Icona Pops. I love it as well. Do you like writing for other people or do you much prefer to be Galantis and be in the forefront of everyone's attention? I mean, I must say, all, all that work for other people has definitely given us a, you know, a toolbox to, to use. But all those little missions have, have led up to this uh, main mission, which is Galantis. The first worldwide hit and the one that we recognise you for in Australia was Runaway. What about you as a kid? Did you ever run away from your parents? Like, they didn't let you go hang around at your mm. mate Timmy's house after school and you went, well, screw this. I'm making a little satchel and I'm getting out of here. Yeah, I wish I Actually, I, uh, my parents were more like, hey, they opened the door and kind of like just let me out in the, in the <laughs> big Swedish forest Jeez. at the age of six. I think your parents hate you. Explore, oh. just keep walking. No don't There's come no home. It's a terrible yeah. Hansel and Gretel story. No, don't take those breadcrumbs. Just keep walking deep into the forest until it gets nighttime, then turn around and try and make your way back. Yes. Find your way to the Galantis headquarters. Linus, if you don't mind sticking around on the phone, we'd love to ask you about your very strange and mythical mascot next. This is this sea fox yeah. thing you're telling me about? Yeah, yeah. All right. It's cool. Hey, we are Galantis. On the hit 30, Australia's biggest countdown. He just produced a song you just heard on the radio, which is kind of cool. Uh, he's one half of Galantis. His name is Linus. Linus, I've tried to explain to Angus before what the sea fox is, um, and I think you're a little confused about it. No idea. Can you give us a little bit of light on that? First of all, no one really knows what the sea fox <laughs> is. Not even I, but she turned up one day and she's stayed on tour with us ever since. And she's like part of our band, the third member. She, she doesn't do much, but she comes up on stage a couple of times during our shows and you know she's very silent so we don't really know a lot about her but she's always there Linus I mean I've watched myself a fair few Netflix David Attenborough documentaries there would be not many that I haven't seen and I don't reckon I've ever come across the animal the sea fox is this somewhat of a Loch Ness monster a mythical unknown creature I wouldn't say Loch Ness monster but but uh yeah, maybe maybe she is a little bit mystical. Um, I, 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 I still want to get to know her better, you know, before I answer that. We have to ask her one day. It's her. very trippy, Linus, isn't it? A bit, I guess. <laughs> but that's what happens when you grow up in the forest. Now I understand why your album's called Pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> well it. done, so true. Smashing it. Linus as well, um, you guys have worked with a lot of great DJs and producers over your time as a duo. Is there anyone that you particularly loved working with the most? Uh, yeah, I have to go with uh, this amazing dude. His name is Christian Carlson. He's one half of Galantis. Oh. <laughs> Do you guys actually hate each other, though, and you're just saying that? Like, you hate Christian and he hates you, but you come together and you love each other for the cameras? No, 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 it's really good. We, we're always on, since we're always on tour, and he, he lives in Bangkok and I live in, live in Stockholm. So whenever we see each other, it's, it's, uh, it's a good time, you know. So, hang on, why, why does Christian live in Bangkok and, and then you live in Sweden? I, I'm loves confused. ping pong. Big fan, big fan of the sport. 
Well, basically, we're, we live in a suitcase these days, so it doesn't really matter where our base is. Don't you miss him, though? Like, don't you just want to go knock on the apartment next door and just get a, a cup of sugar or, in your case, a cup of pseudo-ephedrine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still, it's way too many bodyguards to do. just go and knock on his door like that. He's, he's, he's private. <laughs> Um, well, the album is called Pharmacy. The song is called No Money. Once again, it's made the hit 30 countdown. We just had it on the air. Thank you so much for catching up with us. Uh, you're in Stockholm, right? Sweden? Yep. Thanks for doing yep. it, Linus. Great. Appreciate it, man. Your phone of line's course. good over there. Thank great you. internet, great phone lines, great women. Thank you. <laughs> great food. Can I just call out our producer, the Wolf of Wall Street, for a second? He made the sweep, is what we call it in radio terms, that um, told everyone to go to the oh, song. Yes. Yep. Listen to the very start of it. There's something very wrong with it. How many people checked their phones? Because I was like, oh, God, who's texting me? And it wasn't a text. Faux text. Really? I didn't even hear that. This is the Hit 30. So we're at the age, Angus, that some of our friends are having babies. Talk about yourself, mate. I'm 22, just like Draco. Happy birthday, Draco. Uh, So a friend of mine uh, came over on the week, and she's got an eight-week-old and an 18-month. Old Does that make well. you get clucky? Because isn't that a big thing? You see all your friends. I know my sister's friends are all engaged and married, and she's like, Ooh. oh, a little bit, but like not yet, but maybe in the future. Um, but she wanted to borrow something for a wedding that we've both got coming up because. Oh, and you're thinking I've... they're going, nah, it's going to stretch not everything. Oh, God, not you're stretching all. my Balenciaga. Oh, God, I wish. <laughs> um, no, she came over because I've got, you know, a lot of clothes, to be honest, and I don't always use them, so I invite my friends over to come and raid my wardrobe. And while she was trying on my clothes, I was trying to distract her 18-month-old Hamish, um, who's very, very cute and very, very smart. Um, and she was trying on all my frocks, and she kept saying, oh, you know, things are a bit tired, or she just didn't feel comfortable. But then she put on one dress, and I was like, whoa, geez, your boobs look... They're, they're out there. They're yeah. amazing. She goes, I know, my boobs feel really uncomfortable. What did Hamish just come out with? Boobs! Oh, no, it's not his first word, though, surely. It's like his second word. Oh, so first word is da, which is not even a word. Da is thank you. And? Boobs. So I have taught my friend's little baby, Hamish, who's 18 months old, how to say boobs. I feel really bad about it because I've taught him something naughty and that's what dads and mums are for, not friends. Maybe his mum can justify it like if you're at a cafe and he goes, boobs, I oh, know, you just ate, darling. <laughs> you're all, no, not yet. Luckily she was really good about it and she laughed but I'm scared that she's going to go tell her mother's group now that she can never take Hamish to my house ever again because I'm such a bad friend. 131060, Emma taught Hamish, her friend's baby, 18 months old. To say the word boobs. Mm. Have you taught a kid to do anything naughty? A lot of kids nowadays can fist pump really early on, which is not <laughs> naughty, but like <laughs> you can teach kids anything you want. <laughs> yeah. You're a shocker. No. I'm over it. <laughs> you said it, Jeff. <laughs> Twenty-one. <laughs> Let's ride the hit thirty number eight live across Australia. This is the hit. So on the weekend, I was hanging out with a friend of mine who has an eight-week-old and an 18-month-old. She was trying on a few of my frocks for a wedding. And, you know, as you do when you're still breastfeeding, she her chest is, you know, a little larger than it used to be. And I was like, wow, your boobs look amazing. She goes, I know my boobs are massive at the moment. And then next minute, Hamish, the 18-month-year-old, is yelling boobs all over my house and has since probably run around the streets of our neighbourhood doing the same. I feel shocking that I've taught him a very naughty word for such a young boy. Have you taught a kid something naughty? 131060. Um, Producer Shadow Sister. Um, yeah, I used to work at a chocolate shop and I gave this little girl some chocolate. I asked her oh, mum the first time she ever tried it. 
and, um, and she looked at me after I'd given it to her, started crying, arms outreach, and just like screaming at me, wanting more. I did, I've ruined her life. Ooh. All she wants is chocolate. Uh, Bree in Queensland, you taught a kid something naughty? Yeah, I told my nephew how to say holy S H I T, and that every time someone says something wrong, he goes, holy shit. Oh, God. you got to be so careful. Like, they pick up everything. Mm. But I didn't think he would pick it up that quickly, to be honest. Kids and Laura Keats, man. Don't swear around. Hey, this is Delta Goodrum. Let's go now. Emma Friedman, you caught up with Delta Goodrum at the world's tallest, world-famous rooftop. ever world-famous yeah. rooftop at the Skydeck at Eureka Tower in Melbourne. 85 metres above the ground. Pretty scary like it's a glass box and if you look down and you get vertigo you won't feel well now it's also got the fastest elevated trip in the southern hemisphere you would have done it is it that fast do you feel it do you use pop look it's an it's an elevator like (laughs) to be honest it's the second point on their website really (laughs) no you don't feel like you're in like batman or something like racing through the sky um but you did catch up get to catch up with uh, the voice mentor that is delta goodrum at the world famous rooftop of the eureka sky deck and this is the moment Beautiful Delta Goodrum, you have just performed on our highest ever world famous rooftop at the Eureka Tower, our biggest building in the Southern Hemisphere. How was it? I know, I feel very special to get to do that. It was at the first time I was a little bit scared. When you look down, you see straight through the glass, but then I got comfortable. My piano was there, I got to play at the piano and sing, so that kind of calmed me down. I was like, yes, this is awesome. Then I didn't want to leave. <laughs> well, you got to chat to me instead, I guess. Uh, Dear Life. Beautiful, beautiful track. You just performed that at the Logies as well. What was happening in your life when you wrote it? Because there's some poignant moments in the song. I feel like I was really happy when I wrote it. It's a really happy song. It's like positive. There's clarity in it. But there's questions as there always should be throughout, you know, your whole journey um, on this planet. And um, I was writing it really late, like at about like 11.30 at night time, 12 o'clock. I'd just been working on like a up-tempo track all day. I'd been working on what I thought was the next single and like really working hard at this song. As fate would have it, then I ended up going back in the building in Sony, my, my home at Sony, and I ended up writing in the corner with this other piano this, this song and it was just meant to be like, you know, because things feel really positive and I was just going through the verses and then the chorus was just doing what we all do where you go, like, Did I, am I making some right decisions? But no matter what, it's all okay and it just happened, the song. Great message in it as well. I think every, especially young girls, I think think sometimes am I doing everything right am I am I making the right choices and I'm am I making the right decisions what do you think's been the greatest lesson that you've learned in your own life oh gosh there's so many lessons there's lessons every day there's lessons today there's lessons yesterday. I couldn't pinpoint one you know change is probably you know change is 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 something you always have to just evolve with and keep moving forward with at all times the voice going bananas team delta is looking is looking really I would, I would put money on my team this year wow yeah. okay any sneaky hints as to the kind of singers that you've got on there? Look, even you've seen Alfie and Elle and you've seen um, like all my artists. I just, I, I've got I've got the most versatile team this year, definitely. So we've got Dear Life. When are we getting more new music from Delta? Well, um, definitely very soon while the show's on because I've got to go on tour. I'm going to be headed off on tour in August. So it's before then. Before then, no. Okay, we'll look out for the <laughs> album. Uh, ben, thank you so much for joining us, Delta. Thanks for having Delta Goodrum there, the world's tallest, highest, world-famous rooftop. You can check out the video. It's filmed in 360, so you can, like, turn around with your phone and see down and up at the sky tower. Awesome. It's on our Facebook at The Hit 30. Live across Australia, this is The Hit 30. So we're off to Vegas uh, 
at the weekend, surely, interviewing some of the biggest stars at the Billboard Music Awards, but also you've got the chance to interview David Copperfield. I mean, let that sit for a second. David Copperfield, the guy who made a tank disappear on national television, is going to be spending 10 minutes with us in between his 7 and 9pm shows. Oh, my God. He's known as the world's best illusionist, and, like, some of the things he's done in the past, I think he... Well, allegedly made the Eiffel Tower disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe something with the Statue of Liberty as well. So the guys... Made a few hearts disappear as well. I mean, he had some big high-profile romances That's as true. well. That's true. Um, but we do... We're in Vegas. We're not just going to let you do some standard boring chat with David Copperfield. Well, I mean, I'd bring my A game for Copperfield. I mean, Ariana Grande, she's not going to get the same sort of research well, that David better, Copperfield's going to get. Because I think you should be able to present David Copperfield with some kind of magic trick. No. Mm, yeah. You don't go up to Steph Curry and go, hey, mate, watch me shoot a three. Well, I don't know. It'd be entertaining for all of us to listen to. I don't. I love magic. And I used to watch, geez, I used to watch um, Chris Angel, Mind Freak. I used to smash well, there that. You go. You're like a magic connoisseur. David Blaine. I love all that. So what's the problem? Dynamo. Why would you do a trick? I only have one. Can I? I can show you what I can do. Okay. All right. Can we film this? Come on, uh, social boy. Someone come in and film this. What are you going to do? Um, like, I how impressive is this? I'm just getting it out of my wallet. Oh, God. So, uh, is it tearing a note in half? No, because I can't afford it. Um, all right, I'm going to show you this in Spain film. We'll put it on our Twitter as well. This is my current magic trick. Okay. Emma Friedman, what's in my hand? Nothing. And then, boom, a business card, just like Will Smith did in The First Men in Black. Oh, dear. Needs work. But in my defence, it's not a t- perfectly square... I don't think that's the defence stuff. Um, Well, you're meeting David Copperfield in like six days, so Mm -hmm. how are we going to improve this? How are you going to impress the great man? I need a magician. If if there's a magician, 131060, can you call the show? I'd love to Skype date with a magician. Something something I can like, maybe it's a playing card trick that I can practice on the public leading up to David Copperfield's interview. You go outside and practice on people. Practice on people. Wow. Okay, yeah. I I mean, I want to see you impress the bloke, so whatever it takes. 131060, if you're a magician, you've got a pretty simple trick that can maybe do with a deck of cards or something like that, or maybe make a, you know, hanky disappear from my hand. Simple? doing simple? Okay, extravagant. Yeah, it's something that can fit in my hand luggage. 131060, a magician. No rabbits allowed. This is the Hit 30.